Welcome to the Spawn of Me podcast. This is your host, Kylie Fathoms. This is episode 256 of our show. Shout out to everybody in Twitch land. Shout out to everybody in podcast land. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us this evening, uh, coming and chilling with us on this lovely, lovely evening in both Bricago West, Bricago South, Bricago Central, and Bricago Venezuela. Uh, we want to say what's up to everybody who's who's out there in the world with their biscuits afire, aflame, as they say. I'm joined this week and every week with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes science look good, the man who makes math look good, the man who makes tutoring look good, the man who makes many froze look good. It is that man, Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm glad that we are back. You know, like I know, you know, it's, it's uh, I'm ready for the show. We, we are we, we, we are the equivalent of Thursday night football, uh, you know, so uh you know, it's either NFL or us or both. I mean, I'm sure that like some people can multitask out there. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, gl- glad, glad, gl- glad to be here with you to um, record another one. I am happy to see you, sir. You were missed. We had some technical difficulties this past week. Uh-huh. Uh, we had some issues with uh, the previous recording with that had the beautiful, the lovely, the amazing Ben Hall Miller in it. So that one is lost to the tombs. As as they say, uh, we yeah. hope that, La- that Lara will find them. Uh, hopefully, she'll be able to be the one to like figure out where that show went because it's gone. Yeah, unfortunately, there was a flag on the play, and that joint just it never got reviewed, y'all. It's, it's, yeah. it's just out there. Yeah, I, 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 is that like is that like Showgate? Is is like Deflategate? <laughs> but it was like a show. It got deflated so much that the, the show just went away. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I mean, the people that were on Twitch. I mean, like they, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, unfortunately, you know, these things happen when you're podcasts and I know definitely with this podcast and operation C- cubicle and all the other stuff, sometimes you just lose shows, man. And, and it sucks, but you know, it's just part of the game. Part yeah, of the game. totally. It's, Be, it's one of those things that we're doing sucks. this all, all ourselves, you know, all the editing, all the stuff. So sometimes it happens. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's one of those things that you just can't help. Sometimes it's a part of the game. And sometimes, you know, we did. We had our Geraldo vault special. That's what we'll, we'll just call it that. <laughs> we're just like it went. We went into the vault. Geraldo was there, and then there was nothing in there. Um, but big shout out to everybody else uh, in the chat. Also, shout out to our lovely co-hosts uh, Tanya DePass and also to Cicero Holmes, who are not with us. Tanya had a triumphant uh, return back to the states after doing a dope, dope tour. Uh, with uh, all her stuff in London that was going on. And, and Cicero uh, is in the lower left-hand corner, uh, played by Fred Sanford uh, with his heart <laughs> aglow, uh, as usual. I think that just, I think even when he's here, I might just play that for him as opposed yeah, to. That's absolutely him. Yeah, that's totally him. That's, that's him. Uh, so, yeah, we have a lot of cool stuff to talk about this week. Um, it, the show uh, is going to be full of news because there's a lot of stuff that happened over the past couple of weeks. Uh, but we're going to kind of focus on stuff that happened in the, the not too distant future or past, I should say, uh, or present because we're all the stuff is fairly new. Um, uh, yeah. So, well, first of all, actually, you know what? Let's go st- a step back. I want to know how was your week? Because I know that you had a lot of stuff with school kind of coming back into into play. Uh, and I'm sure that you were busy running around like a mad person, uh, tutoring all the children, getting them all ready for school and, and getting them ready for their tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is pretty nuts. Um, you know, I always tell parents that I want to start sort of early in the year, not wait until the students get sort of in trouble before you call in a, a uh, tutor. The, the good news is that a lot of parents are taking my, my advice. So I've gotten a lot of business up front, which is great. Um, but there's also it's really hard because a lot of people have these aggressive sports schedules and they're getting home really late so like time wise it's been hard to fit in things Mm -hmm. um and i'm also trying to make sure that i have mostly my clients because the clients i get that are referred to from different agencies obviously i get paid less because the agency got to get paid so so like you know i'm i'm uh i'm still in there but i have been very successful at using video game examples specifically in my physics uh, stuff which i'm trying to make a a youtube series about that should be dropping hopefully in the next month but uh you know i've been i've been using a lot of uh games uh including the dreaded Fortnite, uh to to uh you know to like show some uh concepts of math and physics so yes 
You're like, so if I th- if someone tries to shoot you in the ass at this trajectory, if you put your ramp at a 45 degree angle, then you'll be able to block a bullet with both the wall and your butt cheeks. I mean, um, some something like that, except real. Yeah. yeah. Um, you mean actual actual math? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something like that, except ex- except rational. Yes. Except not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Word. I dig it. Fine. Don't like my math. It's okay. It's all right. Um. Uh. What was I gonna say? My my week has been pretty busy. Uh. I, I was talking about it on Twitter today. I just changed jobs. Congratulations. Um, thank you very much. Uh, it was interesting to kind of move from uh, the IT space uh, to a new space that I'll probably talk about in the in the next couple of weeks or so. Um, the job is already kind of started. Well, not started. The job is already kind of there and I accepted it. Um, but I'm kind of in- I'm kind of trying to figure out the best way to share that information out to people because people have asked me. Um, I will say this. Uh it's going to be cool and it's gaming related. So that's, Ooh. that is, that's kind of a, a cool thing to share with folks for a little bit of a mini teaser. Uh, but mini yeah, teaser. Uh, a mini teaser. I think I know uh, what it is. What is it? I think you're joining the Trump administration's like a video game violence uh, thing. <laughs> like you're going to be gonna... the one you're, you're going to be the one just like telling Trump how violent video games are. Like well, I think, well, think about it this way. Think about it this way. We already have seen the destruction of Toad. Toad has already been destroyed. Oh, R.I.P. Toad, man. Rip Damn. Toad, yo. Yeah. Like, Toad just got demolished this week because <laughs> of Stormy Daniels and her wonderful telling of tales uh, about all their sexual trysts, which I don't want to know. I was uh, scared when I saw I was like, oh, a new Mario Kart, new Mario Kart. Not a Mario Kart. That conversation was not about that. Ooh, yeah, it was the boy. same thing. I was like retweeting all these toad things, and I found out what people were, were referring to, and I was like, "Oh, I, I was, oh. I, I was scarred." It was terrible. Anyway, yeah. that's a whole other show. That's maybe <laughs> that's a so mad episode. That yeah. might be something else that we talk about way after dark. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of cool stuff happen this week in terms of the news. Uh, a game that everyone is super excited about, that everyone wants to get their hands on. It seems like. Some folks in the press got their chance to play the game a couple of weeks ago. And I'm talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, from Rockstar. So I so there is just a glut of information about what is in this game. So all the stuff that we've seen already from the, uh, the trailers that we've seen and some of the info dumps that Rockstar has given out, um, that was all stuff that we were really excited about and trying to figure out where all that stuff happened. Then this week, or I should say last week, because this will be airing next week. Um, mm-hmm. Last week, they showed a teaser for Red Dead Online, which yep. it wasn't much. It was just the whole, like, you know, splash screen for what they're trying to show. But that just raised all my expectations. I knew it was going to be in the game, but now that I see that this is going to be for real, for real, I'm super hyped about that. What are, what are your thoughts about Red Dead Online, though? Um, I mean, I look, I, I think the little I played of GTA Online, I enjoyed it. It's yeah. been going for a long time at this point, and so I'm very confident that they can deliver something even better, you know, because I think that this world is a more, is, is I don't want to say better, that's kind of weird, but I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's a more detailed and developed world than, uh, than uh, GTA is. Yeah. And, and and I think that there's more opportunity for like co-op quests and uh, things like like that in like a Western world as opposed to like a GTA world. So so I'm super yeah. excited for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do about all that time because it's going to be something that is going to soak up so much time. Like I, I was not a huge fan of the um, the actual online parts of, of GTA because, you know, I started really early on that game and it was like when things weren't necessarily good yet. Mm-hmm. And everybody was, it was literally just everyone trying to kill you and take your money as soon as you spawned, which was not yeah. fun. Right. Um, but like weirdly that, that whole system, that whole game, that whole online portion of that game turned into something that has solidified and like held that game down for five years. Yeah. Like it's madness to know that that game has been out for five years and is still going strong with a huge community still. 
uh, that wants to kind of like push all that stuff out. I'm I'm like amazed by that, and I don't know how to like rectify that part, but I know it's super <laughs> dope that that's been a thing. Yeah, I mean, like GTA Five was a great game. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I, I am surprised not only to see it um, on the online portion, but to see them continually sell new copies. Like it's been on MPDs basically since it came out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, which is nuts for like a game that old, you you know, to like have that kind of a long tail. So it's like, so, so so it's like really, really incredible, you know? Um, but like, I'll say one thing that really got my attention as well was how they were kind of, um, they were talking about like the mechanics of your gun in the game, how you, how you kind of have to like take care of your gun. Like you kind of have to clean it and uh, that kind of stuff. Which m- my first thought was, well, that sounds kind of annoying. But then, <laughs> but but um, then I I kind of thought about other games where your weapons where they degrade or like or like uh, things like that, and it does make you connect kind of more with them, you know. Mm. So I think that for this kind of narrative, for a deep narrative led game, I think that it's okay. If they put this in like a GTA game, I think it would be super annoying. Because because I think that that game is is a little more of a parody and like in like cartoonish, yeah. um, so like I kind of like that that like idea of like you, you know you gotta clean and oil it you know um, mm-hmm. and and like if you go to, to like a barber shop they can only give you like a haircut based on the hair that you currently have you know so you so, so like you can't like magically grow a beard you actually have to grow it <laughs> and then get it trimmed. You know, like it's, like just it's like kind of dope, right? Like that, I like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, it's one of those weird kind of like all the systems that you kind of don't get a chance to see. You're gonna be able to like mess around with those things just by playing the game. Like, I, I want my dude to just be fat. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, just to roll around and like be fat for a minute and like see how that changes the gameplay or some fat in some fashion, like. I love the conversation that they were talking about uh, in the article on Polygon where they basically were sharing that, um, like, if you don't wash, people will, like, not mess with you because you stay. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like small things like that is, like, such a cool thing that you would think would be in more systems, but it rarely seems to actually make it into, into most games. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason is because, you know, making an open world is so hard that there's so many other things that they have to prioritize over that kind of stuff. But obviously, a, co- a company, not only the size, but the experience of, like, Rockstar. And they said that, like, there were something like eight studios that were working together on this. Mm. You know, it's, like, the largest world that they've e- ever done. And the first one ground up for this generation, right? So so I think that they, you know, they have the, 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 the uh, gaming hours in and the dedication and the budget, you know, to really, really not only focus on the core mechanics which to be honest i mean i feel like they've already mastered in in gta 5 and even the original kind of like red dead but to add on all these additional kind of nuanced things you know like like mm-hmm. basically they have the flexibility to be able to to like a focus on it not at the expense of fucking up other stuff which i think most other studios would fuck up the other stuff if they tried to like focus on it yeah yeah it feels like rockstar at this point has figured out the magic magic formula for you know, giving people a sense of realism in a space, in a world, while also being able to string along, string them along in a good, you know, hopefully good story with a narrative that has all these really cool branches in it. Like I, I, the stuff that I'm going to be so excited for is just getting lost in that world. Just like taking whatever new trail that I just see off the, off in the distance because it's pretty, you know what I mean? And just rolling over there. Like, and I'm, I'm one of those folks who loves, loves, loves hunting in games. Like, I really like that kind of stuff and being able to be able to do that for not just, you know, I need to go get a pelt because of a fetch quest. But now it's like I need to do this because it'll keep me alive stuff. Yeah. Is is yeah, super I, cool. Yeah, I was absolutely getting vibes when I was kind of like looking over the uh, coverage. I was definitely getting vibes of like Assassin's Creed Origins, mm. um, which I totally got lost in um, specifically with like the horseback riding and like that kind of stuff. I really thought about, you know. How like I, how like a how like Red Dead even kind of improves on that by like 
apparently every item and weapon that you show you can see on the horse you know yeah as, as you're going which is again a very small thing but you know if you play a whole bunch of these games like those little things matter you know yeah. um so uh so yeah i'm i am as i said on pre previous shows i'm not a huge red dead fan like i'm not one of these people that thinks that red dead was like super super awesome but mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited for uh, part two. I I I think I'm definitely gonna dive in probably day one and like give it a shot. Um, e- even though I wasn't like the largest fan of the first one. Yeah, like I felt like there were part. Well, I'm not gonna say I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. I I was a big fan of it, but it just the game was too long, and I have a worry that this game is gonna be too long. It's it's gonna be long. It's gonna be long. I mean, it's and a rock star game. It'll be long. Yeah, I still haven't finished. I still haven't finished GTA Five. Oh really? I still haven't finished the wow. storylines in GTA Five. Oh like, man, I feel, I feel like I need to get through it. But I, I kind of hated, I kind of hated what's his face, um, the black dude. I kind of hated him, Fra- Franklin. Yeah. Franklin. I kind of hated him. I didn't like him a lot. He wasn't one of my favorite well, characters. But that's good. That that could be good writing, though, right? If if you well well, it depends on like why you hate him. If if you hate him because you think he's poorly written, that's one thing. But like if you hate. His, his his character that's good it's 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 an emotional reaction right which is what's good yeah yeah it was it was a game full of unlikable characters that you kind of felt something for at some point you know what yeah. i mean like and it feels like i'm i'm hoping that you know this car this character arthur in this game has something that's gonna you know attach me to to him or hopefully it'll be some other character that's like a side character that i would love to see uh be you know in that space and do really well and, and, and be fun. Cause I'm not a huge, uh, Western fan. Like Westerns are not my genre at all, but with rockstar behind the, the wheel, I feel like there will be some really cool moments that you'll see pop up. And I'm go- again, this is going to be another one of those photo mode games where I'm just going to lose my shit. That's going to be so much time and, and <laughs> gigabytes gone just because of photo mode alone so i'm i'm really excited about that part yeah i'm not a huge western fan either uh, mostly because i mean they're like very very racist mm-hmm. um you know um but but like i did like um i like that remake of true grit that was out maybe a couple of years ago huh. um but there was one western that i saw and it, it was like a com- it was like a comedy western it was like uh and like it had it was just really weird. It just had these really like, it, it was like the main guy had like fallen in love with like one of the like prostitutes of the town, which was played oh. by, by a female comedian. I forgot her name, but it was just some really vulgar, vulgar shit. And I was like, damn, <laughs> like it was just, it was, it was, it was like the idea was that he, he was like dating her. So like he would like go, go like to visit her at the brothel and you would hear her, shouting like all these like really weird things what? to 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 like the guy she was with no nah, no nah, it's it's not i don't think it's blazing saddles i i think it's a newer movie than that um i feel like it came out um in the 2000s or so but i don't know i'll 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 think about it but um yeah so yeah not a big fan of westerns either but you know this i i think this one will 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 do it yeah yeah i know it's going to sell really well we know that for sure. Like that's going to be one of those things that is just going to sell gangbusters when it drops. I, I, I mean, I wonder too. It's like I wonder just what the ceiling is for a game that's still coming off of GTA, still being pretty pretty big on the money making tip. Like, just imagine how long this thing is going to go. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean with the online stuff that they probably already have in the pipeline. It's gonna be oh man, this game is gonna be so long, so big, yeah. so so big. Um, yeah, oh, 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 yeah. And so, so the uh, movie's called "A Million Ways to Die in the West." It's a Seth MacFarlane movie that oh. came out oh. in uh, tw- tw- 2014, and uh, it was it was a uh, S- S- Sarah Silverman that uh, played the uh, prostitute. Uh, at, uh, hey, and so. I know what I know that movie. That's yeah. wow, that's a deep cut. I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, it was it, it was on TV late one day. I didn't know what the hell it was. And like <laughs> I I like came on just when she was yelling about like uh well, I don't want to I 
I know the show is, is, isn't a clean show, but it was like really, really uh, disgusting things oh, really? about. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't say it. It was, it was <laughs> you got, got embarrassed. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Yeah, so yeah. yeah so. Uh, I think the only only western I liked was Posse. Wow. Uh, shout out to, shout out to Mario Van Peebles. Yeah. Um, and was there was there any other? Well, Unforgiven was well, really I, good. I like Tombstone. Tombstone uh, was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were. I mean, there. Yeah, it's it's, it's just one of those. Saddles. It's one of those genres that you know to to, to me is so tinged with that like, I'm gonna kill all the engines, uh, kind of like that, like that you know that racist shit. Like I just man, yeah. I just kick. I can't usually mess with them. Yeah, Juice was a good was a good Western too. That was great. Juice, <laughs> Juice was an urban Western. I, urban I'll Western. say that. An okay, well, 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 like that means every hood movie is an urban Western then, right? That's true because everybody was riding an iron horse, so that works. Ooh. Yeah, the you train, the train. Anyway, anywho, uh, something that I uh, will not be getting on the train for is these <laughs> mini classic PlayStation One. That got announced this week or this past week. Uh, shit, can, shit, shit, share your hatred. You can cop a uh, facsimile of the original PlayStation 1 that comes preloaded with how many games? 20 games in all for $100. And you can cop that joint because it has all these wonderful games. Like Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, uh, Ridge Racer Four, uh, Tekken Three, Wild Arms, and some other stuff, and people are gonna go crazy for this, like they did for every other scam that's been in the world. Oh, scam! 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 Uh, what are, What are your thoughts about this mini Sony PlayStation One for a hundred bucks? I think it's great. Oh. I think it's great, man. I love oh. collecting shit. Um. You know, I have my SCNS Classic on display. I have a bunch of figures on display. I love the fact that the form factor is, like, exactly scaled down. It's just a cool idea to me, you know? It, it just looks cool. Um, and it's, like, something that, that, like, you know, not only is it cool to, like, uh, display, but it's cool for, n- number one, families that might not want to invest in a, you know, in a PS4 or, like, an Xbox One. They could just pay just, like, 100 bucks. And yeah. like, and like, number two is something easy to just plug in to like uh, the TV and just play with a partner or a friend that might not be that into games, you know. Um, yeah. So, so like, I, I, I think it's cool when like it opens up gaming to a lot of like avenues and like that kind of stuff. But, well, oh, sorry about that. Something weird happened to my computer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. Things are t- the ghosts are. Uh, mm, over. But, but um, yeah, that no, should have been that should have been in the incognito tab. I know what that was. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> um, yeah, but but, but no, nah, yes, yeah, I I think it's a good idea. Um, I like these things. If if you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. It's not going to affect anything. Like it's not like Sony's taking resources from you know from something else to like make these things. Um, so I. I think they're cool. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think that these are terrible ideas. I think all these little mini, I think all these little mini systems that are all playing on people's nostalgia are terrible. No one needs it. No one wants it. No one really wants it. They I mean, don't apparently there's a lot of people things. that want it. Like uh, people, people, because people, because people, people are really interesting. People will say they want shit and then never use it. They'll use it once. It turns into garbage. And I doubt like the thing that the thing that always bugs me out about most of these most of these things is like who in the fuck is looking for an old version of Ridge Racer 4 to play? No one wants to play that shit. Like it's not a game like I would much rather if you're gonna do that stuff, one and I talked about this on Twitter this past week and got got shit for it. Because I was like, look, these games should just be on some backwards compatibility should be on the PS the PSN store, which they said that they, the most of these games already are. So if you already have this stuff here, 
why do you need all this junk this collectible junk it's all gonna go into the landfill and kill the planet because people want junky shit for no reason that they either already had they didn't want the reason why they moved over to new shit but they still want all this old shit for no reason so that they can just put it on the shelf let it put let it put dust on 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 the damn thing and no one's gonna use that no one's looking for these old games no one is like yo i have fiending to play tekken 3 nobody nobody wants that i think there are looking for that i think there's a market for it or sony wouldn't have made it you know like sony there's definitely a market for it like i don't think they're gonna lose money on it is what i'm saying like i think that like there's a market to make a profit on it of Um, course because you play if you play on people's nostalgia then that's easy like playing on people's nostalgia is such an easy move to get people to go buy some shit that they don't need I'm totally a hater. I am absolutely a hater. Well, I think it's I think it's harder than you might think. I mean, I think I think like not every company can do it because a lot of companies try it, right? And like it's like, you know, there's like only a few that can do it well. Um but I think that yeah, I think if you don't have the heart of being like sort of a collector or like somebody that likes kind of like you know, just like things on display then then like you know then like yeah then like you probably wouldn't see like the sense in it but like is there anything that you've ever collected like i don't know baseball cards or no i mean like I've, I've i've never really had the any co- kind of figures or anything i've never had the collector gene for a couple of like for a couple of reasons like one i don't like to clean shit just for the sake of it being in the house okay. like stuff that takes up i don't like clutter so like clutter okay. as a thing i don't necessarily care for but also, like, it's one of those things where I I just see the stuff and I'm just like, man, like, me collecting all this stuff and putting this stuff in places just for people to see it is weirdly, I, I, I just don't understand the mentality behind it. And that's yeah. a personal thing. That's definitely a personal thing. That's just like, I don't know. Yeah, get it. it's, it's just whatever brings you joy. Like, to me, every time I sit down in front of, of my computer and I see... Right now, I have uh, a little BB-8. I have some Guardians characters. I got Black Panther, Captain America, yeah. uh, a, a Bullet Bill, a Lego, like Millennium Falcon. When I see that stuff, it just makes me happy. That's all. I don't do it for yeah. other people. Like, I don't care. Like, I actually don't let people that come over come in the office. <laughs> don't touch because, my shit. Like, because I did have, you know, like uh, some, some somebody's kid came in once and, like, fucked up, like, my Legos. Um, but, <laughs> oh really? But but yeah, no. It's it's just a thing of like happiness, you know. It it it's just a small thing where I sit down and and and, and it makes me smile. But oh, like yeah. I, I I did cut down on a lot of the other stuff because I because I used to have like all my physical game stuff and all that stuff. I definitely cut down on that. Um, yeah. But like I like to buy like small little Funko kind of size like action figures. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm but, but I. I, I I think you'd be fine if they made like like a mini Khalif, you know, and, and and they sold that. I don't think you'd have a problem with that. Well, it depends. Like, is it a Funko car or is it like, uh, well, so here's the thing though. Like, I, I'm not a person who, like, when I see that stuff, I'm I'm more of just like, man, I wonder like where that stuff is gonna go. You know what I mean? Like, it's a weird, it's a weird thing where I'm just like, I, and I'm not a super like tree hugging environmentalist. I'm not in that space either. But like the the older I'm getting, I'm just like, man, the things that I felt that I needed before or liked before in that, in that kind of, re- in that kind of realm have kind of moved away. And it's like, I would much rather purge a bunch of shit. Like if I copped one of these things, it's literally just to resell it so I can get some extra money. Like I would, I'd be one of those people, which is not great, but either, but it's still like, I would, cause if you're willing to play on nostalgia in that way and, and, and kind of dig into it and, and be in that space too, I'm like, I'll totally benefit off that. Well, right would, that. would you, would you say like the same thing about say like somebody that has a large collection of books? Like, would you say like, I wonder where those things are going to go? Like, yeah. why, are, why are you collecting those things? Same. Yeah. yeah same. Like yeah. I, it's the reason why I like digital versions of shit as opposed to physical versions of shit. Cause I'm just like, there is a, there is a, a limit to the things that you can keep around you. And if it's not, I mean, if, of course, if it's stuff that you just can't get in digital form, then I understand that that's different. 
but like new plastic things, like eh. I have, I had I had too many rock band, too many rock band guitars, <laughs> too too many, too, too many, many rock guitars. band guitars and shit. And I was like, what the too fuck am drum- I gonna do with all this stuff? Too too many drums, too many drums, sense. man. I was just like, oh my god, there's too much shit, too much shit. <laughs> Um, and and Easy Peasy says in the chat, it says sometimes we need frivolous things in the world to distract us from the shit show we call Earth. I get that. I I and again, like everybody can do what they need to do. Like do do you in the in the grand scheme of things. I just I just feel like the companies who are doing this stuff are absolutely playing into a part of the psyche in the same way that like people are like, well, loot boxes are are terrible and bad and blah 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 and stuff. And I'm not necessarily in that camp. The same people on the opposite side would be like, "Well, these things are totally fine, and you shouldn't be that mad about it." And that and that's fine, that's reasonable too. Um, it just irks me that people will spend that money for things that they either already have, again, or, you know, when I look at stuff in my house, I'm like, I haven't touched this thing in six months. I'm never gonna use this thing again. I'm, there's no reason for me to even have this thing. I might as well just toss it away. Yeah, and yeah. So that's when you do a little purge. I mean, I do that with clothes. Every year, you know, I kind of like donate some stuff and things like that. I mean, I, I feel you on it. It's, it's, it's just, you know, I think that if there's something that brings somebody joy, you know, and I don't understand it, I'm like, I'm like, do you, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my, my, my view on it. One, one other part of this conversation I'd like to add to it is I, I, and this is a little bit of an irksome thing to me. Uh, when it comes to these kinds of these kinds of systems is I just wish that there was a way that if they were going to do the preloaded stuff, that there would be a way to add games to it. Yeah. Cause I feel like, cause I feel like the games that they give you, if you're going to get preloaded stuff, some like most times the games that you get aren't exactly the ones that you want. So it feels like, a little bit of a waste of money because you're getting the form factor, you get the nostalgia bits, but you have like maybe two out of 20 games, maybe five out of 20 games you actually care about. And then the rest of them, you just don't give a shit. Like I wish that they would kind of, I agree. I wish they would fix that part of it. Like that part always feels kind of stupid. Yeah. I think the reason they do that is because, you know, number one, they're worried about piracy and shit. And like number two, I think that they want to sell this thing because, you know, I think that, a big target of these are like lapsed gamers or like people that don't want to worry about connecting it to the internet and doing all this shit. They just want to open it and just play it, you no. know? Um, but at the same time, I, I think that th- th- they could at least have that option. right? So, say like, Hey, either you have these, or if you're, if like, if, if like you want to plug this into, if you have a PlayStation and you can like plug it in and authenticate your fucking PS now shit, um, and then put, put things on it. I think that would be cool. That that would be like the ultimate thing. But I don't think that like they would ever do it because it would be like open up to like possible piracy and like a hacking and all that stuff. Um, but but yeah, I I will say that for 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 for, for example, if the SA, if the Super Nintendo Classic didn't mm-hmm. have if like I didn't love like eighty percent of the games, probably wouldn't have got it. But like you know on. On Spawn for Good, like last year, you know, I played through, I think about four or five of, of them, um, and they were great, you know? So, like, yeah, I think that if you don't like the games, I wouldn't get it just for the aesthetics. Like, you definitely have to have to be into the games. Yeah. At least I would hope so, because then it's like you just bought a big paperweight that, that plays games kind of, sort of. Yeah, yep. it's interesting. I, I I'm curious to see who's going to do the next version of a thing. Uh, to see where that where that goes. Well, um, well, I think if you, I don't know if you can count. Well, I don't think you can count it because it's technically a new console. But that like Atari VCS, like that Atari thing that's like a coming out. They have like yeah. a retro version that ba- it basically looks like a mini wooden Atari. Yeah. Twenty six hundred. It looks like really dope, you know. Yeah. And and like it plays all you know all the old. Atari game stuff, but like it also supposedly has support for like newer stuff and it's Unix based and like all that stuff. So I don't know if that te- te- I don't know if that technically counts, but I was like thinking about it. I was I, I was like, hey, this is a total like 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 nostalgia thing. I had a twenty six hundred. If they had a cheaper version of like this, 
mm-hmm. I might think about it, you know? So, it was it was a sexy looking box though. I I can't front it. The, the form factor on it was really dope actually. And then then you had like there were two versions. There was like the founders edition that had the wood paneling on it, and then they had yeah. like the the secondary version, which was both they both look really dope. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see where this kind of trend goes. And I I wonder. I don't think that this is, and I it's probably not at all impacting the conversation about backwards compatibility, but it always it always feels like it always feels a little bit dickish from companies because it's like man i really just want you to put this stuff in the marketplace with that i already have while also like i guess if you need to make another version for folks who just don't want the rest of the stuff then that's good but like put put this stuff in the system put them on this put them on the, the the psn and put them on xbox live Put that stuff into the pipeline because that's that's where I you know most people who you already have a huge user base would love that money. I mean, would love to play those games. They would love to be able to like get that stuff in their hands. So yeah. it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think having the option would be dope. I agree with you there. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that they kind of figure that stuff out at some point. Um, and stop fronting. Uh, start being greedy in the <laughs> in the words of DMX. Wow. <laughs> um, arr, arr. Word, uh, your cat's gonna freak out and scratch the shit out of you. <laughs> um, yes. we've been playing a bunch of games too this week. Uh, I know that I have been playing a shit ton of stuff, but I want to go to you first, Reef, and talk about some of the stuff that you've been playing because you have been grinding it out super hard. Uh, doing yeah, doing thing. yeah. I mean, first and foremost is Destiny Forsaken, man. Um, I've been playing. I don't know how many hours because I don't think Battle.net tracks the number of hours that you play something, but. They used to say I've been playing a lot. If I had to think about it, I would say maybe like 35, 40 hours. Hmm. Um, and the game's been out for, what, like two weeks at this point, I think? Yeah. Um, it's really, really good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it, it just really scratches my itch. I, I, I mean, I was never super down on Destiny 2 like a lot of people, but it was definitely the kind of game where, you know, I would log on, I would play for like maybe an hour a week, you know, just to get my like gear and stuff and then bounce. Mm. I, I didn't have that like inclination to really go back to it. Like repeatedly like, like I did with a uh, destiny one, but mm. man with like forsaken, there's so many quests to do. There's new stuff opening every day. There's like a raid that will take me like literally probably several weeks to even attempt um which is so different from like previous raids so like i'm excited about that you know um they're just a lot of like carrots on a stick um and like getting there is like really fun you know so so yeah i've been playing with randoms and with friends as well um and man i've just had a great great time i think bungie has done a phenomenal job kind of resurrecting destiny into something that you know is a positive thing you know like like a lot of like the feedback has been pretty positive really reminds me a lot of you know of uh of like of like the division with that with with that like 1.8 patch when like everybody oh, was yeah. like yo you know like uh that that was a game that had like negative press for almost a year straight you know and uh they just kept on grinding on it you know and like the same thing with like the no man's sky kind of like updates as well you know, so I just love, love, love when these companies just keep plugging away at these things that they love, you know, and like, I, I really think that if like a company has the resources and just keeps on it, they like eventually will get it. And I'm happy to say that like Bungie has definitely, definitely hit the nail on the head. I think that so far, this is the best that Destiny's been like, in, you know, ever since it, it like existed. Um, and like I and like I haven't even tried the raid yet. That's what's crazy about it. Usually the raid is what sends me over the top on like Destiny, yeah. and I haven't even gotten there yet. And I already think that just the just like the Dreaming City and the Blind Well, like the sh- strikes are some of the best that the game has like ever done. Like the dialogue, like just like everything about it, man. I'm I'm just super enthralled with the game, and it's been taking me away from a lot of other games um, as well. So I need to. I'd, I need to balance <laughs> myself a little better um, because I should have been done with some other games, but man. Um, also, on the go, uh, I've been playing NBA 2K19 on the Switch. Yeah. Um, really happy to report that, um, you know, it runs really well. If you remember from uh, 
2K18, they had this weird thing on the Switch version where the audio and video were not synced up. So all the cutscenes, like the video oh. ran like at like half speed. So like all the cutscenes <laughs> were like all messed up. And I it took them a that. Oh, it was terrible. And like it's it took them a while to like actually fix it. But yeah. It plays well. It's a solid uh th- 30 frames a second. Looks great. The only thing that I, that 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 I hate about it um, is that once again, if your connection goes down for any reason, it immediately boots you out of whatever you're doing. It goes right to the title screen, which it which oh. which which, which kind of sucks because obviously it's a portable system. So like you know, if I'm playing at a Starbucks and like and like I I got to bounce, I can't just pause it because if it loses. The like connection, it just quits out. Now they do have a, a like offline mode, um, which like I'm using for the my GM mode, you mm-hmm. know. But um, you can't earn like VC or like any of that stuff. Oh, I don't that mind sucks. that as I don't mind that as much for the GM mode, but like I do mind it for the career mode. So it's weird because I basically feel like I have to play the game offline all the time. Because yeah. I can't pause a game if I play it online because it'll disconnect. So I really wish that all they have to do is like just like dis, just like disconnect you and just like locally load up the VC that gets applied to your account when you reconnect. I don't know why they don't do that. Um, yeah. But other than that, I'm finding that both the career modes and the and the GM modes are like great. Um, I do wish that the neighborhood was unlocked at the beginning, though. I I don't like that you kind of have to go through the career mode um, to to like access that. But I do feel like that it's not quite perfect, but I do feel like I'm ranking up way faster than I was in 18. Um, I think that it still could be a little faster, and I understand that obviously they want to push you to the micro transactions, you know, like the boosters and like that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. man, I really wish they found some other way to make money because I, it just still feels like I'm a little stilted and like I don't like that, you know. But yeah, I think it's another successful game. Um, you know, I I still even though live has been getting better, I still think that two two K is still like the king of the uh, of the of the basketball courts. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, also been playing Spider Man on the PS4. Um, only played about four hours of it. Um, I've been playing with uh, my girlfriend, who's uh, been 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 watching actually, which is awesome because like she doesn't watch a lot of the games that I play. Um, but man, it's it's like a really 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 well done open world game, you know, yeah. j- j- just like Horizon is and Witcher and like all these things. So it doesn't necessarily do much new, but it does it really really well, mm-hmm. and it feels like you're playing the movie. If the movie didn't come out. I would say this is probably the best Spider-Man that I've ever seen, you know, because huh. um, it just really captures like his attitude, his dialogue, the science, like like the geeky shit of like doing like absor- like absorption spectra and circuits and waveforms. I love that shit, you know. Um, I do spend a lot of time looking for backpacks and doing like like the photographs and like solving crimes though instead of the actual the actual kind of like a narrative but mm-hmm. i did get to one part and, and i won't spoil it because i'm very happy that it wasn't spoiled for uh, me but but i did get to a part where you're not controlling peter and it was awesome it was it was oh it, i know it, what you're it, talking it, about it, 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 it was terrific i think um, i know what you're so, talking about yep yeah so so, so yeah uh, uh, again, um, you know, speaking from like someone that's only played about four hours, you know, it's a standard open world game. Go to all these icons and like collect all this shit. But man, is it done really, 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 really well. I will say Spider-Man does seem a little weak. Like he, <laughs> like he can go down with only a couple of punches from just random thugs. Like yeah. I don't mind dying to a boss fast, but just random thugs on like a rooftop. Like it seems like they can knock me down in like four punches, you know? And, and I'm like, you have like superhuman strength, you know? But you um, need spider weedies, man. Spider weedies. I know, I know, I know. And, and, and like, I am trying to get, get, 
get like better at the dodging. I did unlock this um, one suit thing where if if you dodge at the last minute, it'll like put a web in the person's face. Yeah. Um. So like that's helped a lot against the the uh, rocket launcher enemies or like other ones with like a guns and like a that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's dope. Very, very dope. And the final game that like I've been playing is Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm, um, I'm excited this to hear is, about this. This is exactly one of those games where I'm like, I wish I could stop playing Destiny so I could play this game more. <laughs> Dude, Shadow of the Tomb Raider starts off so, so good. And that's a high compliment because the last two games, especially Rise, start off really, really strong. This is, I feel like, the first of these modern tomb raider games where it 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 doesn't feel like it's just uncharted with lara in it you know i i think it really feels like it's its own game um and i think that that's really hard to do because you know um these these you know like i feel like people approach these games that they have to be like an uncharted clone yeah i feel but like this is the one and i think a lot of it is the dialogue and the pacing of it it really does feel more stealthy um, and, and just like more like um, it feels like Lara Croft, you mm. know? So um, I haven't beaten the game, but I feel like that this might be my favorite of the three so far, which is crazy. Cause that's like, nuts. Like these games have gotten better and better, which there's not many trilogies. I can say that the third game is actually like the best one, you know? Um, so yeah, I need to put forsaken down, man. And and and, uh, and like really really dive into that and Spider Man. So yeah, I'm pretty much in gaming Nirvana, man. I have so there's so <laughs> many things, so many things out now that like I can just bounce. Uh, why can't I just be rich and just and just play games all day? Why can't you have a, a clone that can play some of the games and just feed those memories back into your body? No, I want to experience it. I don't want memories <laughs> jacked into my body. I want my hands Jump to be jack pressing your the body stomp. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to watch like a Matrix video and be like, I know kung fu and like I beat like, <laughs> like a Tomb Raider. Come on, man. I'm just saying. Yes. So what 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 have you been playing? I'm gonna kind of work backwards through your list and, and go through some of the stuff because we've been playing sure. a lot of the same stuff. Um, <clears throat> Spider Man, definitely. I've been you know spending so much time trying to get all the suits. Um, there's one particular uh, like guest appearance in there. Uh, that I won't spoil, but I, that like slowed down my whole game progression, and I just went to go look for those things. Uh, another collectible in that game, when, and, and it's weird because I'm not a collectibles person mm-hmm. in games at all. Like I usually, once you start to throw those things at me, I like totally just don't play that part of the game. But this, I feel like compelled to go get every backpack and to go get you know. Like I opened up the map really early just so I could see one that Harlem has no black people in it, and two <laughs> that they also don't have the Apollo in it or 125th Street, from what I heard. What? Are you serious? I forgot who told me. I think it was um, Mad Duck on Twitter. Dude, uh, they don't have one two fifth. That is crazy. who works over at who works over at Q Games. Um, I think he said. If I'm not mistaken, that there isn't 120. There's like there's no landmarks that are of note in Harlem in the Harlem section of the game. <laughs> that's crazy. Which, which I have to double check to make sure is is real. But if that's real, oh that's fucking God. blasphemy. That is fucked up. That is like nuts. I'm like, how can you not have the Apollo? How can you not have 125th Street? How can you not have all the hoteps in front of all? all- <laughs> That's all, 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 all I'm saying is I I, I want to see Magic Johnson Theater. I want to see right? like, fucking Magic Johnson Starbucks on 125th and like Lennox. Right. You know what I'm saying? Come there on, There better man. be a Dr. J's in that game. Anyway. <laughs> get it together. Um, get it together. Get it y'all. together, Insomniac. I'm coming. I'm looking for that. Actually, after I go, after we finish this show, I'm going to go look up in the Harlem spots to see if there's any any actual things. Um, But playing the hell out of that photo mode all day and that, that game is fantastic. I don't know what else a superhero game is going to be able to do after this. That's going to be able to capture what this game is doing in terms of bringing that character to life in a in a way that is as true to the source material as this game is doing. Um, Forsaken mm-hmm. has taken over my life. Like no <laughs> bullshit. It's taken over my life. I have not grinded for levels or light like this 
in a long, long, long time. time man. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like, it's not that the content, like the content is good. Like this is literally, like you said, the best content that Bungie has put out. Um, this is re- resurrected that game from the dead. Random roles being back is such yes. a huge thing. Yes. Um, uh, it's changed the way I look at that game in a, in a, in a real way. And it was really fun to watch people do the raid. Like I'm one of those folks who will absolutely stay, stay up and try to watch whoever's going to get the first, uh, the world's first in the raid. And it was, it was like riveting, like, you know, drama because it was just yeah. one of those, like you could see like the, the just fatigue on people's yeah. teams and they were going for 19 hours, 19 hours. And the, the crazy thing is was 19 hours. Yeah, and like the crazy thing is, so like uh, clan, clan like Redeem is the one that won it. I believe it's their fifth world, fifth one that they've gotten like first in. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like, so like in the this week at like Bungie, they interviewed them and they said that they got to the final boss room six hours behind the the team that got there first. Hmm. So they were like way behind, but they figured out the puzzles and all that stuff like. Like I usually like to go into raids blind, yeah. But I knew I wouldn't be able to to like do this one for so many weeks that yep. like I was like I'm I'm just gonna watch some of it. I yeah. went to sleep. I woke up. These motherfuckers were still going at that shit. I was like God damn, it was crazy. It was it was madness to watch them do it. And I'm I'm not one of those folks who's like I want to go into this thing blind. Like I want to experience parts of it blind. But like knowing just how difficult this one is was was gonna be. I was like, F that I'm going to go watch people do what they need to do so I can try to figure out small stuff because it is that weird time management thing where it's like, yo, I can't do this thing for 19 hours because then you hate, you hate people like you hate the people in your squad because you're just like, you (laughs) fucked up that jump or you got hit by that rocket. Fuck this shit. Like, I don't like you anymore. You're not my friend. So it's like interesting in that space to just like see people play through the content, but also like shout out to redeem and all the other crews that went through that thing and like knocked it out and figured it all out. Cause it's, it's remarkable to see people break a thing that people have made. And it's awesome to see people triumph at the end. Like that stuff was super cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, also sh- shout out to, uh, D- Dado and the math class clan. They beat it in 24 hours and two minutes. Yeah. And if, if you beat it with, in 24 hours you would get like a special emblem so yeah. they missed the emblem by two minutes oh uh, shit 24 wow. hours 24 wow. hours wow that sucks yeah oh, that sucks so bad for them oh well yeah. um yeah. but it but that game has like got back into a really really dope space also really cool thing to note uh and i think that and i hope that bungie continues to do this is right after the raid was beaten it unlocked new content within the rest of the game for everybody else. That is a thing I'm hoping that they continue to do. And when I say that, I don't want it to be an unlocking of loot. I want it to be an unlocking of content because now if you keep creating really cool experiences like this in the raid and, and, and really dope strikes, maybe that, um, then, uh, you know, cumulatively, everybody else has to kind of then go into all that information and go through all that stuff. Like, I would love to see that there'd be like community based. Everyone does this thing and raises it up to a level so that everybody else gets more content. That's really dope. I love the fact that they did that. And that was super smart. Um, uh, also, the raid jacket that you could buy if you got in within that 24 hours is actually really dope. Yeah, <laughs> it was, yes. it was like, that's good. pretty funky. Um, so shout out to, to Bungie for like continuing to push forward and like, you know, I, you know, coming through with all the stuff that they said that they were going to do and absolutely like making that stuff happen. Like they have definitely gone above, go above and beyond what we thought they were going to be able to do. Um, NBA 2K, like you said, I've been playing it on PS4 and I did buy it on switch as well. Um, I'm really excited to play it on switch. I did not think it was going to be this good on switch. Um, yeah. It feels very much like the the, the big console versions of, of the game. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. I didn't know about the disconnection stuff, so that's a little bit worrisome. Yeah, um, it really sucks. Oh, oh, oh and I I did, f- before I get to mention that, unlike 18, the 19 version on the Switch supports the face scanning app. So, oh, okay. so, 
still like I was able to scan my face and, and you can use that in the offline mode. So, uh, so I definitely have like a Sharif ass looking Sharif out there <laughs> Sharif doing Sharif like things as a GM. Sharif. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm out there like a GM talking with a guy that only speaks in uh Texan stereotypes. Oh my God. So that's yeah. Great. That's so, that's super true. Um, <laughs> that's super true. Uh, last game that I played uh shout out to the wonderful folks over at Ubisoft for providing a code. Um, they had the trials beta, uh, was up o- over the past weekend. Oh, right. And I'm a huge fan of trials. Like I love, I love that game. I think that series is fantastic. Um, the one thing that I didn't get a chance to check out uh, on in the beta, but did get a chance to check out at E3 was they've added tandem bikes to the game, which is something that I'm dying to play with other people. So like one person has to deal with the back of the bike, the back wheel, the other person has to deal with the front wheel. Oh, that's what I tell. Okay, I I I was struggling to remember what a tandem bike tandem bike was, but all right. yeah, and that part is going to be so much fun to play with other people and stream it because, again, games that make you hate people are really fun, especially if you hate your friends. Because I mean, that sounds they, like Quop or something. Like it sounds like Quop or it's kind of like Quop, which is dope because <laughs> it's like you have to like absolutely try to figure out how to balance this bike out in the middle of the air while you're doing jumps and all this other cool stuff. Um, it feels really good. It looks gorgeous on PC. Um, and I'm super excited to play that thing uh, when I get a chance to mess around with it. Um, I played a little bit of Messengers. Uh, I haven't really got that far into it. I need to get it on Switch because um, I tried to play it on PC. And for some strange reason, my controller wasn't working with it. So that was a little bit huh. uh, sucky. Um, but... Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming down the pipeline, and we still have more games to come. That's that's yeah. like this is a good year. I mean, last year was a really good year, um, especially with Breath of the Wild and like Horizon and that kind of shit dropping. But man, this this like this year so far, like especially this last month or so, has been crazy. And this is before you know Blackout, you know, Call of Duty, and oh word, Field and Red. I Dead forgot about Blackout. I forgot about Blood. Did you play Blackout? I played a little bit of the beta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I played a little bit of the beta on a PC. What did you think about it? You know, I enjoyed it more than I thought, man. Um, I'm definitely not the one that usually rides with the PUBGs and the Fortnites. Like, I just, it just doesn't, it frustrates me more than I get excited by it. Okay. But I think Blackout, it felt like, call, it felt like a Call of Duty game. So, like, it didn't feel that different. And, like, I don't mean that in a negative way. Yeah. I mean that I think it's really accessible if you're familiar with with, with the Call of Duty PvP game. I'll be curious to see how it ends up because I know that I believe the beta was, like, I think it was 60 people. And then they were, like, kind of raising the, like, mm-hmm. cap as, as, like, the time ended. They ended at 100 people. Yeah, I'll be really surprised if the thing supports – hundred because the fidelity and the graphics and the physics is like way above like what I've seen in like PUBG. So yeah. they, they would have to have some really, really serious investments in their dedicated servers to make it happen. But who knows? Maybe. I think, I think blackout has already, even in beta form killed PUBG in a lot of ways. God like, damn. like I had so <laughs> much fun playing that game in ways that I've not had fun playing PUBG in that, in that way. Like PUBG is a good game. I think it's a, a very like well-made game, but the ability like PUBG should be way further along than it is to be where it's at right now in comparison to what's going to happen when uh blackout actually fully drops. And also when battlefield decides what it wants to do with its battle Royale game. Interestingly enough, I played some Battlefield uh, 5 and did not like it, which sucks because I'm a huge Battlefield fan. Shit, the name of the show is fucking based on a Battlefield term. Um, And I love Battlefield, but I don't think Battlefield is the same game anymore. One, again, like all the stuff that I was worried about before about the setting, that still feels real. Um, It feels like the community itself also has moved away from what made Battlefield fun. And it's because no one wants to play their role anymore. Everyone wants to play Call of Duty in Battlefield. And that part doesn't, uh, doesn't yes. feel good anymore. Good uh, but Blackout Blackout feels fucking awesome. 
Um, they just have to do a cut. Really, the, the thing that's great about Blackout right now is the fact that you can see that they don't have to make a lot of tweaks to make that game viable up against other Battle Royale games, which is really dope to see. Like, there was initial conversations about it takes too long to pick up guns or it takes too long to open doors. They yeah. did a hot fix for that, and it was totally better the next day. Um, yeah. um, so it'll be interesting to see once, you know, actual strategy goes into that. Once they tweak the armor stuff, which was way too OP yeah, the uh, in the game. Yeah, it's like level three armor. You could just stand there and let somebody shoot you in the face and you will never die. Um, but if they can figure out ways to kind of capitalize on that stuff um, and and definitely we'll see what happens when Battlefield shows its hand. That's going to be really dope to see how these three or four games kind of battle it out. I don't think anybody's going to surpass Fortnite because of cute. Oh, no, no, um, they will not. They have mindshare and cute. But I, I am curious, though, to see if they try to get a little silly, like not quite Fortnite silly, but they try to get a little silly. I hope because not. like, because because like part of the, I think part of the reason why Fortnite is such a phenomenon is because they they, they got the kids, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And most of the kids are talking about like the dances and fucking meteors and and like bouncing off of rivers and like that kind of shit, as opposed to the actual gameplay. So I'm curious if like Activision will like kind of kind of like say hey like let's let's try to do some silly things to try to you know go viral and that kind of stuff. I um, I, uh, I hope um, they don't. But yeah, me too. I, but I don't know. I I I can see them at least trying. I'm not saying it'll be suc- successful, but I can see them trying to like to like get a little silly. Yeah, I I'm hoping that they they keep it in that space so that they are very different that would make a lot more sense to me like that would be way better um and i'm hoping that they continue to do that work because if they do then it'll just remain something different in that space that should be there you know what i mean like if they can they can figure out a way to make sure that that's like good in that space then they'll they'll stay different which is what the space needs right now they need to stay different um yeah. Um, any last thoughts on, on any of that, on any of the stuff you've been playing in a blackout and all that thing? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I must say I am a, I mean, I haven't bought a car. Like I, no, actually I did buy the last one on a cheap sale, but I still hadn't even played it. Like the, like the uh, world war two. Yeah. Um, so I've been kind of out of call of duty. I think infinite warfare I played through, but I really didn't like it. Yeah. So pretty much advanced warfare was the last call of duty that i was really like liked um so i don't know blackout might be enough for me to like i try it what i think that they should do is similar to how like destiny 2 is like having not only this like free month of like ps plus but also doing a free trial of the gambit mode like this weekend i think if they did that and like i know they just had like a beta of it but if if they actually had some kind of free trial of like the final version of like a blackout I think that that would get that would that would move a lot of units, including one from like a me as well. Because if I remember right, they're not having a campaign in the next Call of Duty, right? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, which kind of sucks because I'm that kind of person that did enjoy Call of Duty campaigns for like what they were. Yeah. Um But you know, I'm I'm I think if like you know if if I can get a little test of the final version of like Blackout, I think I. I I, I I think it'll put me back in the Call of Duty game. Yeah, it'll put me back in the game. Word. Uh, we're about to get up out of here. Uh, I would love to hear from folks in the community about what they liked about the stuff that we talked about this week. Uh, if they were playing any of the stuff that we were also playing as well. Um, but uh, last thing before we get up out of here is that we are doing our charity event this weekend. Uh, if you are listening to the show now, we had already happened. We already raised seven million dollars for all the wonderful folks that we're trying to work with. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're trying to raise five grand for the dope folks over at vote writers. Uh, we're going to have some of the folks, uh, rocking with us like Will Smith. Uh, we're going to have, uh, Nani J cool, uh, from Neurogasm Noir network is going to be rocking with us. Mary Kish from Twitch. Uh, Ben Prunty is going to be, uh, he's going to be performing music. He's going to be composing music on his stream. Uh, and our friend over from uh, the DLC podcast, Christian Spicer as well, uh, amongst 
other dope folks in the industry. The folks from Engage Family Gaming going to be rocking with us. We have a whole bunch of dope folks going to be hanging out with us. Zero Hit Points podcast. A lot of podcasters rocking with us for this event. Um, and yeah, and Vote Riders is super dope. Uh, Sterling, Sterling McGarvey uh, and I were like, yo, well, how can we try to make some moves with the uh, uh, midterm elections coming up? Because it's going to be really important. Um, so we decided that we were going to team up and try to figure out ways that we'd be able to help those folks out. Um and it's going to be fun. It's going to be 12 hour streams on Saturday and Sunday uh, from 10 to 10. Uh, and we'll be playing some cool stuff, uh, kicking it off at 10 a.m., uh, going all the way to 10 p.m. Uh, and doing all that good work uh, for the people out in the world. So uh, make sure you're checking out all that stuff on the VODs. Uh, we'll be tweeting stuff out uh, if you're checking this out live. Uh, we'll be check- we'll be throwing out stuff during the weekend. And uh, starting tomorrow, you'll be able to donate uh with the link that we already are going to be sharing our, on our social channels so yeah we're going to be getting some stuff done doing some charity work and, and making it dope for the people i'm like really excited you know like 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 i think that you know o- over the years like we've been to support a lot of really dope orgs yeah um and i think that this is one that i know that like we've been talking about for a while um because you know i mean like you know what what whatever side of the political spectrum that you lean on I think that you agree that getting people out to vote is important, you know? Yep. Um, so I think that this is dope to engage the community in this way. Yeah. Getting people the IDs that they can get to use to vote and to go to the store. Mm-hmm. And when they get pulled sure. over by the police, they'd be like, yo, I got ID. Leave me alone. Yo, back up off me. Uh, so yep. those things are important. And we hope to be able to do more of that, do more of that work throughout the rest of the year uh, and into next year as well. Um, word. So we're going to get up out of here for episode 256. Uh, if you want to give people the social media business, please do so, Reef. Sure. Uh, go to spawnon.me as the website to get episodes, past episodes, our pretty faces, and all kind of links to the about page if you want to see everything that goes down there. If you want to check us out on Twitter, you can go to at spawnonme, Facebook spawnonme podcast, Instagram spawnonme podcast, Email us at spawnamepodcast at gmail.com. Um, there's also a link to our Discord. I think we need a more user-friendly link for the Discord. But um, yeah. if, you know, if you if you did, if you send us a message, we can send you like an invite to the uh, Discord as well. Um, and uh, our show comes out on Tuesday's audio version. Um, but we also stream live on Twitch on Thursdays at, at 730 Central um sorry at yeah at at 7 30 central 10 30 eastern as well um on twitch.tv slash spawn on me as well um if you want to go above and beyond with your support make sure to support our patreon at patreon.com slash spawn on me you can donate as little as a buck um and you can help us upgrade our equipment go to conferences and do things like the spawn for good event that we're doing now you know, so like if you want to help us expand our reach, uh, make sure to support our Patreon as well. Word. Thank you guys everywhere for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting us for all these years. Uh, thank you for everybody in the chat and podcast land and, and Twitch land. And until next week, we will say peace. And we are out of here.